presented by the United States Armed Forces Radio Service. we present Give Us This Day, a drama based on a teaching from the greatest life ever lived. In the town of Tiberias this day, there is uneasiness among the people. Even the donkeys and camels in the marketplace act strangely, rearing up suddenly as though frightened by menacing sounds. Yet no one hears those sounds. Rather is everyone quiet, fearful, waiting and watching. And in the small place of the merchant Boaz, there is an attempt to carry on business as usual, but only an attempt. For even now, Nathan, a clerk, stands beside Boaz, listening to him, but not hearing what he says. And after that, Nathan, you shall take an accounting of every coin Samuel owes me. Credits run too thin with me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, what? Uh, what, sir? What did you say? I should have known you weren't listening. I'm sorry, Boaz. Man's paid to keep his mind on business in this place. What's wrong with you today, Nathan? I, I don't know, sir. Just a feeling. Don't you sense it? What's the matter with everyone today? I don't know. It's strange, though. For example, this is the first day I can ever remember that no caravan... Not even a single traveler has come into Tiberias from the south. I wonder why. Who knows? Anyhow, it doesn't prove anything. Certainly it's no cause for alarm. Nonsense, that's all. Well, then out in the marketplace, why are the camels and the donkeys frightened? Rear up suddenly, terror-stricken. Whatever it is, it's no good. No good at all. You keep saying it's no good. What's no good? I, I don't know, sir. It's just... I, I'm frightened, sir. Frightened, Man, you're trembling. Please, I'd like to go home. If there's going to be trouble, I want to be with my wife and children. They'll need me. Trouble, nonsense. But get along home. You're no good here in the state you're in. Get along. Mind you, you'll be early tomorrow. We'll have much work to make up. Abigail, are you all right? Safe? Yes, Nathan. But what are you doing home this time of day? Why that worried look? I hurried as fast as I could. I wanted to make sure you and the children were safe. We are. And yet it's strange. I was worrying about you. You were? Yes. There's an awful feeling in the town. Dogs sleep along the street as though they were afraid. And then suddenly they raise their heads and bay at the sky. Is that why you were standing in the doorway watching? Yes. Something will happen. I feel it. Where are the children? Inside. I've kept them there because I am afraid. Then come in. We should bolt the door. Do something to protect ourselves. Protect ourselves from what? If only we knew we could take steps. But as it is, we'll need help from another source. You're right. Come, the 
children and us, we'll all pray and trust our prayers to help ward off this evil. Whatever it be, come. I'd better lock the door in any event. Jonathan, Esther, quickly. Yes, Father, what is it? Father, home so early and no holiday? Yes. Now, this is no time for questions. We shall kneel, all of us. And I shall say a prayer. Come now, kneel. Yes, Father. If the words would only come, how can I pray about something I can't even feel sure of? Nathan. Yes, dear? Do we need any other words than those we heard the Master speak? Children, remember that day we heard the Master speak as he stood on the mount and he spoke to us of prayer and the manner of praying. We shall say that prayer now, all of us. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our sins. I feel better now, Abigail. Yes, there's comfort in the words. And in the belief in the words. Now, maybe I'd best open the door. There's no danger yet. Of course, open the door. Shall we huddle here in fear of a danger that may never come? You're right. Ah, oh, that breath of cool air feels good. Abigail. What is it, Nathan? Is the day over so soon? Is it time for darkness yet? Darkness? So early in the afternoon? Well, look. Off there, a cloud that moves slowly and yet seems to fill the sky and blot out the sun, leaving nothing but blackness in its path. It must be a storm cloud. A storm cloud would bring flashes of lightning with it, rumbling of thunder. There's none of that. No, there isn't. What could it be? I don't know. Wait, listen to it. I hear it. But I don't know what it is. I've never heard such a sound before. Lock the door quickly. Not till I know what it is. I must see. It's moving more swiftly now. Coming closer all the time. Yes. Listen. Don't you know now what it is? No. Locusts. A cloud of locusts. Nathan, what can we do? Nothing but close the door and let them sweep over the house. Quickly, Abigail, Quickly. Jonathan, you must help me. Abigail, you keep Esther with you. Keep her from being frightened if you can. Now, son, you and I will have much to do. As they come swarming down on the house, they'll come through every small opening they can find. Under the doors, through any crack or crevice. We must destroy them as fast as they come in. Yes, Father. Listen to them. Here they come. Look, 
Look, Abigail. Oh, Nathan. Is that the field we've looked at so many years? Off there. Is that the orchard that belongs to Benjamin? Yes. Look at it. Picked clean. The branches are like skeletons. Bare and bleached in the sun. The field flattened as though an army had marched across it. An army of locusts. Far more devastating than an army of men could be. Look. All around you, nothing left. In such a little time, they've come and gone and there's nothing left. Nothing. Oh, Nathan. Now, Abigail... It isn't the end of the world. Don't you worry. We'll be all right. Don't worry. Well, Nathan, you were right yesterday. And I thought you were a fool. Mad. You were right. Did you see them, Boaz? Hear them? I'll never forget it. Even so, we're better off than most. You're not a farmer whose crops have been picked clean, and I don't have to harvest crops for a livelihood. At least we weren't affected as much as the others. I'm glad you brought it up, Nathan. It saves me a painful job in opening the subject. What do you mean, Boaz? Well, it will be a bad year. No crops harvested hereabout means bad times for everyone. I see, and does that mean that I... It would have. Except there is one fortunate circumstance. You see, Nathan, you see it, won't you? Yes, sir. Now, as I was saying, you see, there's only one man here about who could withstand such a catastrophe as this and still remain prosperous. You mean Matthias? Exactly. Now, it happens that only five days before the locusts swarmed over town... Matthias was here to see me. Yes, I remember seeing him come in. Good. Now, on that day in this very room, he and I made a bargain which would be very profitable to me now. Would, in fact, allow me to have you continue in my employ. Then there's nothing for me to worry about. It could very well be. If Matthias were to deny having made the agreement with me. An honorable man like Matthias? You're forgetting one thing. In time of stress, men do strange things. He might want to say now that he never made the bargain with me. That's why you have to say that you were listening outside the door when Matthias and I talked. I? Outside the door? But that wouldn't be true. Come, Nathan. You're no youth with innocent notions about the world. You're a man with a wife and two children dependent upon you. You have to be practical about this. How could I say I heard the conversation when I didn't? Come to the door, Nathan. I want to show you something. Look into the marketplace. Listen. What do you hear? Nothing, of course. Exactly. The place is desolate and deserted. No one's at work because there's nothing to do. Yes, there'll be many who'll starve in this town till another harvest comes. Yes. So think about your lovely wife. Your fine children. Then see if you can't remember overhearing the conversation I had with Matthias. Hmm? Nathan? Uh... 
crowds, all the boys. We tried to find something, anything, but there was nothing except one single stalk of barley broken and lying beside a small stone. And it was uneaten by the locusts. Why, Father? Why did they leave that one stalk uneaten? Because the stone shielded it? Is that why? I'm sure I don't know, Jonathan. Of course, Father. How would anyone know what makes locusts leave one single stalk? Where are you going? Outside. Just outside. What's the matter with that lad? It might not be the boy. What do you mean by that, Abigail? The last few days, I've been noticing you're different, Nathan. Something's happened. What? Nothing. It wouldn't be a small matter that would make you shout at your own son. Not you. A man must worry from time to time. It's nothing that won't pass. That's an answer for strangers, Nathan. Not for your wife. Tell me. Abigail, people will go hungry here for a long time. Well, then we'll share whatever we can with them. But what troubles you is more than that. Well, uh, trade has fallen off to nothing. It's your position with Boaz, isn't it? You've lost it. No, but I almost wish I had. What do you mean? Believe me, it would be easier to lose it than to make the choice that confronts me now. Choice? I can lose my position, or else I must swear to something that... that isn't the truth. How could you swear to something that isn't the truth? I don't know. But when I look around me, when I see the marketplace empty, the looks on the faces of hungry people, it's as though the whole town died in an hour. The hour it took those locusts to swarm over this place. I see that, I have to ask. Shall I condemn our children to starve, too? But to swear to an untruth. Nathan, you can't do it. Oh, I don't know. You wonder if any man can be honest in such a time as this. You can't. It's starvation. I don't care. But I do. I, I tell you Father, that... isn't it time to... Oh, 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 I'm sorry. That's all right. Your father and I were talking. But now, what did you want? Jonathan and I, we're hungry. Isn't it time for the evening meal yet? Yes, dear, very soon. The bread is almost baked and the broth is simmering. Very soon. Now leave your father and me alone for a moment. Yes, Mother, but don't forget, we're hungry. Abigail, what if you just had to say, there is no bread in the oven. The broth pot is cold and empty. Could you say that to them? Nathan, there are worse things to say to children. Yes, I... I know what you mean. Steal it. We can talk about it later. Now we must have the evening meal. The children are hungry. Come, Nathan. Jonathan, before we begin to eat, your father will say a prayer. Prayer, Abigail? Oh, oh, yes. Uh, dear God, we thank you for... Oh, we thank you. Nathan, what is it? I can't. You can. You will, Nathan. There are no words I can find. There are. The words the master gave us. His prayer? Yes, Nathan. If you wish, I'd say it with you. I, I can say it alone. 
Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our day. Give us this day our... Nathan. Give us this day our... Nathan. I can't. I can't say it. Don't look at me that way. It's mockery. How can I ask God to provide our daily needs when at the same moment I'm thinking of throwing them away in one bold act? My dear. Now then. Nathan, look at me. Yes, Abigail. Did you think you were asking God for your daily bread? Why else the prayer then? Nathan, don't you remember what the master said? Before he instructed us in the prayer. Before the prayer? Don't you remember? The very words which preceded his instruction in the prayer. Surely you must remember those words. When ye pray, use not vain repetitions. For your Father knoweth what things ye have need of before ye ask him. Yes, I heard those words. I remember now. Then you must know that when we say, give us this day our daily bread, we remind not God who needs no reminder, but ourselves. Yes, we remind ourselves of the source of our bread and our livelihood. It comes from his earth and from his goodness. And not from any one man or any one thing. I, I wish I could feel as sure as you do. Please, Nathan. Believe. Try to say the prayer once more. I'll try. We'll help you, Nathan. We'll all say it together. Come, children. Someone at the door. This time? Wait, I know. It must be Boaz, and I think I know why. He's come to find out what I'll do. If it is, you must face it. No, Abigail, not yet. I'm not sure, not sure. I'll go. No, Abigail, please. I must, Nathan. Boaz, if you come... Oh, I'm sorry, woman. Very sorry to interrupt your family at mealtime, but I must see your husband. Hey, you wish to... Yes. Oh, it's you, Matthias. Yes, it's I. Nathan, I must talk to you. I don't want to talk, Matthias. Not to you or anyone. You must. Boaz tells me that I am bound to an agreement with him. I never made such an agreement. Well, then why talk to me? I'm only a clerk. Nathan, I want you to come with me to face Boaz. I want to know once and for all if you will swear to this thing that never happened. Please, Matthias, I'm a simple man who has to worry about his family and keeping them fed and alive. Don't make me do anything I'll regret one way or the other. Would I insist if it weren't a vital matter with me, too? This can ruin me. Nathan, Matthias is right. You must go with him. Now is the time you must decide. All right. I'll go, but heaven help me for what I must do now. Well, Matthias, I can see you didn't believe me. You had to drag my clerk here to hear it for yourself. Well, what are you trying to do to me, Boaz? 
Because I've prospered, you're seeking to evade hard times by taking money from me under the pretense of this false bargain. You ruined me. I only want what's coming to me, Matthias. There is no bargain. There never was. The courts can decide that. I don't mind. After all, I have my witness. Right, Nathan? Boaz, please, I... What does that mean, Nathan? Boaz, don't make me do it. I'll see here, Nathan. Just you remember that if you desert me now, your family will never get another mouthful of bread from me. All right, Boaz. All right. And Matthias? Yeah. I guess you can see now that you won't stand much wait. chance... Wait, Boaz, wait. What's the matter with you, Nathan? No. No, I couldn't do it. No matter what the consequences, I couldn't swear to a falsehood. Nathan, remember I what I... I know what you said. I know it pretty well. My bread, there won't be any more for the children, for Abigail. Well, Boaz, I know now for the first time what my wife was trying to tell me. My bread doesn't come from you. Mind what you say, young man. You doling out bread, holding the power of life or death. Oh, no. My bread comes from a source far greater than any man. From one who has enabled me to earn my bread till now. And who knows that my children need food to live on. There's a great deal of comfort in knowing that and courage, too. Courage enough to be able to stand up to you and say, I won't do this evil thing you ask. Nathan? No, Boaz, no. Threats won't change my mind. I'm not afraid to be honest now. No, I didn't hear anything. I didn't hear any agreement. All I know is that I was asked to swear to a lie. That much I'll say to any judge. Matthias, you... You don't have to worry. There'll be no bread in this house that's soured and tainted by false oaths. I'm glad, Nathan. Glad you found the courage to do it. I too. But when the children began to cry for food, I, I wonder. Please, Nathan. I, I'll see who it is. Yes? Whom do you want to see? Are you, Nathan, the man who till recently was clerk to the merchant Boaz? Yes, sir. So you're the man. What do you want with me? My name is Silas, merchant of Jezreel. I have heard about the plague of locusts here, and I know there'll be hunger and starvation. So I have organized a caravan of many merchants from Jezreel and other towns in Galilee. We'll be bringing flour and grain and other food here. And we're willing to wait for payment till this town is on its feet again. You're going to do that? I don't know what it'll mean to us. I said to myself, who knows? The same thing might happen one day to Jezreel. Then we'll need help ourselves. But now I need a man I can trust to receive all these goods here. I need an honest man. That's how I come to be searching for you, Nathan. The merchant Matthias told me about you. Matthias? Oh. And when I heard Matthias's story, I thought, a man who can be honest in the face of such a threat to the safety of his own children. Such a man would be honest in the face of anything. He's the man I want to be overseer in charge of all goods our caravan brings here to Tiberius. Overseer in full charge? I'm only a crook, sir. And a good one. An honest one. And that's all I ask. Now tomorrow you shall find and clear space in the marketplace to await our produce. 
Shall I accept you there in the morning? Of course, Simon. I'll be there. Good. Now I must hurry. There's a great deal yet to arrange. A great deal. Good day to you, Nathan. And to you, woman. Abigail, Abigail. I don't know what to say. Because we weren't able to divine what God could do. It is strange. First the locusts attacked us. Almost made me give way to false swearing to make sure of food for you and the children. Yet now, because of them, I have the greatest opportunity of my life. Strange how it all worked out. Maybe it was meant to teach us, Nathan. To show us that there is courage for the spirit in following his words and his way. Yes, I know now that no one is dependent upon any one man for his daily bread, but upon God and the way in which God arranges things and provides opportunity for all of us to live. If you know that, you'll have courage to face life and all its uncertainties and temptations. Yes, Nathan. So it is not God, but ourselves we remind when we say, give us this day our daily bread, for he knows our needs, even as the master told us. When ye pray, use not vain repetitions, for your Father knoweth what things ye have need of before ye ask him. Listening to Give Us This Day, another episode in the greatest story ever told from the greatest life ever lived.